You are listening to Freedom Church STL. If you would like to check out more resources or donate to this ministry, please visit freedomchurchstl.com. Thank you for listening and enjoy this message. All right, well, let's get our Bibles out. We're going to be kind of all over the place today, but let's do this. Where do I want to land? Because I, I don't know... Where do I want to land? Where do I want to land? Let's go to, let's do this. Go to John chapter 15. John chapter 15. One through four. We'll get there. We're going to be a lot of places before we get there. I'm in no rush today. I'm unemployed. I have nothing else to do. <laughs> Yeah, so this is what retirement's like. Yes. I'm still... <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, that's good. <laughs> All right, well, let's pray before we jump into this. Father God, I thank you so much. I thank you for your word. I thank you that it is alive, it is active, it is sharper than any two-edged sword. It's able to divide me but not able just to divide me as if its only job is to break me down. It's also there to encourage me, to lead me to life, to inspire me, to see the Jesus inside of me. It's, it points me to life over and over and over again. So, Father, we don't take it flippantly today as we get over it. Father, today we commit as a people. Right now, in this very room, we know that your Holy Spirit is ever-present and is present here. We don't invite him here. We acknowledge his presence here. And so our ears are open to hearing from him today. Our hearts are receptive today, and our knees are weak today, that if you need to deal with us, let us be easily moldable to our knees to repent. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. And everybody said one. Amen. Amen. Well, today I want to do something. I want to, I want to, uh, and I, I want to apologize right now to those that are going to listen to this later over a podcast. By the way, if you don't realize this, uh, there's this new thing called podcast, and you can listen to it's what the, all the kids are doing. It's the craze. It's I think it's a fad. I don't know if it's going to stick around. Right? It's on the internet. Uh, you just hit that big E button, whatever that is, and it takes you wherever you go. But no, if if, if, if you have not, if you ever miss a message or you miss a Sunday or something like that, you can always go on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcast, um, Craigslist, I think. I don't, I, I'm not sure where else. Uh, maybe, I think you can find it there. Ask one of the younger people in the room. They'll point you and you can listen. But I want to just say to those that if you're listening to this on a podcast right now, my apologies. Because today it's going to be a lot of visual stuff that I don't know if it's going to translate uh, uh, over the podcast. But we're going to do our best, okay? We're going to do our best. For everybody in the room, you, you lucked out today. But I want to do this. I want to paint a picture today. I want to paint a simple picture today because last week we began to talk about, and not began, we've been talking about the same thing for the last 13 years about obedience and lordship and coming under him and being connected to him. And we talked last week about that our destiny, yes, you have a destiny in Christ. 
And we talked about that that destiny is leaked to the supernatural. And the supernatural is not just the magnificent. It's not just the waters parting and walking on the water and the feeding of the 5,000. The magnificent or, or the supernatural can be in the simplest of forms and just obedience to the Jesus who is commanding you. Right? Like that's part of the supernatural. But I want to paint a picture because I think where we struggle, and if we do not have this foundational piece locked in, if we do not see that when I say the words, being connected to Christ, be ingrained with Christ, meaning that is our connective piece to stepping into obedience, to stepping into the supernatural, to then being a part of our destiny. If we do not have that very first part clear, then we will go down weird roads, we will go down strange doctrines, we will go down strange places that will not lead us to the place that God has for us. And so today I just, I just want to make sure in the most simplest of ways that I can that we see and understand what it means to be connected to Christ and not only being connected, but seeing the importance and the value and seeing that and what it looks like on a daily basis and seeing that. So can we walk down this road? Yes. So if there was going to be a title of this message, it was going to be the broom, the robot, and the vacuum. It's very similar to what Peter and Paul preached on, right? <laughs> there's, a, there's a lot of vacuum and broom talk and and robots, right? Back in the Old Testament. But today we're going to talk about the difference between a broom, a robot, and a vacuum. So let me get this. Do we have those here? So let's bring those up here real quick. I'll grab the vacuum because it's my favorite. So we'll put this one here. You can put the robot here. See, people on the podcast right now are going, what's happening? What's happening? It's crazy. We had people working all week on our props. All week. We have a, we, we have a crash team that spends millions of dollars on our props for our, for our messages, right? But I want to talk today about being connected with Jesus and the importance. And we're going to talk about you either have a broom, you either have a robot, or you have a vacuum cleaner. Now, let me just say this right off the bat. I don't want you to expound on this analogy so much that you make it into a weird doctrine. Are you following me on that? I'm just using simple things that we all have. Well, some of us don't have robots. I won't point any fingers to fancy people in the front row that have robots that do their vacuuming. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not here to, to judge or anything like that. But uh, yeah, it probably is cheaper than that one. But we're going to talk about that. We either own these three simple things, and these represent our connection with Christ. What do I mean by that? So can we just jump into this? Yeah. We just get into this and see the picture? Yeah. So here's what I want to do. Let's just start with the broom. When we come to Christ, if we do not have an understanding 
of what we've received. In fact, let's just go there because I don't want you to see this as my opinion. I want you to see how that if we have these passages screwed up in our mind, then all of a sudden we can be holding the wrong thing. Go to Galatians chapter 5, verse 4. I know, I know. I told you to go to John. Deal with it. Galatians chapter 5, verse 4 says this. You are trying to be justified by the law. Uh, I'm sorry. You who are trying to be justified by the law have been alienated from Christ. You have fallen away from grace. Ephesians 2, 8 and 10. If you're a note taker, it's going to be up here. Ephesians 2, 8 and 10 says, says this. For it is by grace you have been what? Saved. For by grace we have been saved. Through what? This is not from what? Myself. It is the gift of God, not by, everybody say works. Works, not by works, so that nobody can boast. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. Now, so that's what the Bible says. The Bible says that we were not saved and we are not connected to Christ by our works. But if we have this piece missing, if you for some reason came to Christ, were taught incorrectly, warped this passage, or have some kind of bent in you that makes you always feel like you have to work for something, then your connection with Christ is this, as if he gave you a broom. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, it's like this. Well, when I, if my connection is purely based, if my connection with Christ is purely based on, on this piece, me having a broom, right? Then I am the source of the power. You follow me on this? Jesus comes to me and says, yeah, I've saved you. I died for you. I've even forgiven your sins. Now take this broom and do what? Get to work, right? And so I take this broom because I've got this warp because I think I have this mindset that if I'm not working, if I'm not doing, if, if, I don't, if I'm not sweeping up all the messes and, and really working, then the big guy's going to be mad at me. And I better be getting to sweeping. I'm sweeping. Is this okay? Should I sweep? Oh, you want, I'll sweep it over here. Was that not good enough? Right? Who is the power behind this source? I'm sorry, Who? me. So my reliance now is not on Christ. It is on my own strength, supplying the power to what I'm called to do. You follow me on this? So we have the broom. We have a broom that is, this is my connection. It is my, it is my way of sweeping up my own messes and my strength. And we're going to get to why this is messed up. All right. So now we've got the broom. Now, let's look at another thing. If you're somebody like this, we're going to deal with a robot now. We're going somewhere. If you're somebody that, like Matthew chapter 19, the story of the rich young ruler, and if you don't know this story, don't, don't, how many of you know this story of the rich young ruler? Man comes to him, he's wealthy, he's done all these great things, he's, he's honored his mother and father, and he looks at Jesus and says, man, what else do I have to do to be saved? And Jesus goes, hey, sell everything you got. And give it to the poor. And the guy's like, yes! Wait, what? Huh? I got a lot of stuff. And he goes away sad. 
See, the heart of that man was looking at Jesus as, as something I could be. Just, just tell, tell me how I can add you to my life to make it better. I don't want you. I just need you to add something to me to make it better. Right? And so, so that guy that's got that mindset warped, that you look at Jesus as somebody that is just added to you, right? That Jesus isn't really the source. Jesus is just there to be added to my life to make it easier for me to get through my life, right? He's the robot vacuum cleaner. He's not a broom. Are, are, you, are you following me on this analogy? We're going to beat this to death. He's not a broom. He's not powered by me. He's just there. He's just this gift that is added to my life that gives me a convenience to do the things that I don't want to do, to clean up my messes, to go around helping me out, being that thing that just does all the stuff that I don't want to do, and I don't have to do anything. And so I don't even have to be connected to Jesus I can just literally sit back, and if you can't see this, this robot is just going. First of all, let me just say this on just a personal level. Why would you ever want a robot to steal your joy from vacuuming? That's all I'm saying. I don't need something else stealing my joy in my life, right? But no, no, look at me. I can be here, right? I can be here, and this robot is just doing its thing, right? And I can quote verses like from Isaiah where it says, you know what? He just goes about making the crooked path straight for me. And then and, and you would ask me, well, where is Jesus in your life? I don't really know. He's off doing his thing. He's doing what he needs to do. He's just a convenience added to me. Are you following me on this? Jesus is just there to make my life easier. There was a struggle. I don't like vacuuming. Oh, you mean Jesus will do this for me? Oh, great. He's a convenience. He's just something that'll make my life better. Let me add him to me. Not me be added to him. Let me add him to me. And he can just be convenient. Are you following me on this? Now, let's look at the vacuum cleaner. Now we see this. I want you to go to John. Now we can go to John. John chapter 15, starting in verse 1. It says this, And I am the true vine, and my Father is the gardener. He cuts off every branch in me that bears no fruit. While every branch that does bear fruit, He prunes so that it will be even more fruitful. You are already clean because of the word I have spoken to you. Now verse 4. Remain in me as I also remain in you. No branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. Now, when we have this understanding, I don't have a broom that I'm trying to work and just to show God by all of my works and my efforts. And God, are we okay? And, I, and God isn't just this vacuum cleaner that I bought to be a convenience to me to make my life easier. Now, all of a sudden, if I have the correct mindset and see Christ as something as, as this vacuum cleaner, is all of a sudden I, I am connected to him by this. What do I mean by this? Well, well, first of all, I'm connected by this because this has power outside of me. You follow me on this? This is something now, it's not a broom, 
But I can't do the work that it's doing unless what? I'm connected to it. Are you following me on this? I've got a job to do, and the only way I'm going to do the job is that if I am connected to this vacuum cleaner, if I am engrafted to, if I am connected to the vine, right? And this, this, so I'm in a happy place now, guys. Yeah. I just, you guys just take, take five for just a second. I'm just enjoying this. You have no idea. I love vacuuming. I hate vacuuming this carpet because there are no lines, but, uh, but I do enjoy vacuuming. But see this right here, this is my connection to Christ. It is, I, I am relying on a power outside of myself to do the work that he's called me to do. And the only way I can do it is to be connected to it. You have to understand, if it's the robot, then, then I, I, I can't do that job because I'm not even connected to it. Are you following me on this? And then if I do this, and if I'm connected to him by a broom, then eventually I'm going to get what? Exhausted. And this is stupid. And why am I doing this? This is too much. Are you following me on this? Are you seeing this picture? I'm trying to paint this clear to you so that, because if you have this warped, you will either run down, you will spend 30 years in a church trying to work for something that was given to you freely, or you will be disconnected from something that requires lordship of you to be invested in the work. But if you have it clearly, you will have something that gives you power outside of yourself that you are constantly connected to to do the job that you've been called to do. Are you following me on this? Are you seeing this? This is easy stuff, isn't it? So can we make this practical just for a second? Because I want to break this down. Because I don't want to just go, okay, now, everybody, go, be blessed, and vacuum, right? Right? What does your pastor tell you today? I think he wants me to vacuum my house. I think that's what he wants me to do. I do. You rugs probably need it. But that's, but this is, I want you to see this. Let's make this practical, can we? Because I want to make sure that you see through this lens of how if we have these things warped, if, these, if we have these things messed up, how they all affect. Let's talk about our finances just for a second. Oh, can we start with another one? <laughs> Let's talk about our finances just for a second. If my understanding of my relationship with Christ is a broom, and this is my connection when it comes to my finances, Right? And he says, and we believe, and we go to church, and some guy gets up here and talks about New Balance and says he lost his job, but he's believing God and all this stuff. Well, if I filter that through, well, well, he's just giving me a broom, and if God wants me to change things, then he just must want me to work harder. He just wants me to, to put my nose to the grindstone and really dig in, and, and, and he's not going to help out at all, and I'm just going to be there. I'm just going to be there doing this, and eventually, I'm going to be doing this, and everybody else is buying trinkets all around me, and I'm looking at them, and I'm looking at Ryan, and he's got a robot, right? right? And, and I'm just getting, now I'm getting bitter because it's like, I got a stupid broom, and he's got a robot. Man, I can't stand that guy. You know what? I'm so much better. Than, you know what? He probably can't even handle a broom. God had to give him a robot, right? <laughs> All of a sudden, because I've got a broom and because now I'm doing a works-based mentality, now I have something to boast in. 
And now, and now for me to feel good, I have to look at other people and almost demean them for me to be okay about my works. You follow me on this? Or what happens is, is forget the, the self-righteous stance. Eventually what happens is this. It's like, you know what? I'm looking at Ryan and he's got that nice robot and I've got this stupid old broom, right? And I don't even have a dustpan. I'm just kicking stuff around. I'm not even moving it anywhere, right? And he's got that broom. And eventually what's going to happen is this. I'm going to be going on my way and I feel like I'm doing right. And my head's just going to keep. Well, maybe I. Maybe I'll just go and get that. Maybe I'll just, maybe I'll just go get that. Because I, I, I deserve this. I, I don't deserve this broom. I don't deserve this work. I, 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 I'm, I'm a child of God. I deserve the, the, those other people have trinkets. I deserve those trinkets. And yet God's called you to walk a certain way and do a certain thing to get out of debt, but because you're pushing a broom and you got bitter and you got angry because somebody else had something that you didn't have, all of a sudden you throw your already warped relationship with God out the door and then chase those trinkets so that you can feel good because that surely ain't making you feel good. You follow me on that? Now, now, now let's do this. If, I, if I've got a robot, right, and, and I've got a financial need, but I have no connection to the robot, right? I have no connection to the robot. Then I have this warped mentality that Jesus, when I have a financial need, is I just do this. Oh, Jesus, I don't know where you're at. Oh, but if you could just show up and bring me some finances. Oh, there you are, Jesus. Oh, I came to your house and you showed up. How are you doing? Are you doing good today? Hey, okay, listen, go get me some money. Go get me some money, Jesus. Come on out there and go get it. Yay, Jesus is going to go get me some money because that's how it works, right? He's just a genie to be a convenience for my life to go and get me what I need to make me be comfortable. You follow me on this? Oh, oh, come on, Jesus. Come on, go get it. Come on, Jesus, you're running into a wall. What's going on? Jesus, focus, Jesus, focus, right? Come on now. Oh, there he goes. He's going to get me some money, right? Hey, look at him go. Look at him go. Jesus, I'm just going to wait here. I'm just going to wait here for you to go. Where are you going there? No, 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 no. I still don't have money. I don't have money yet. Get back there. Now, follow me on this. When that mentality falls apart and it doesn't work because I've just added Jesus to me as a convenience, then I can so easily dismiss him when it doesn't work out. I prayed. I I asked him, Jesus, bring me the money. I saw him leave. I even went to his house. I even went to where I thought I last left him. Right? My prayers magically called him back to me. Right? And now I sent him on a task for me to go and get that thing, but he didn't come back with the money. Well, he, in fact, he actually came back and said that I don't need it. How dare him? I, does he not know who I am? Of course I need it. I, does he not know? Like, I am getting ready to buy this boat. I'm getting ready to buy this car at 75% interest. Doesn't he know that I need approval on this loan? Go get me approval on that. That's your job, to be convenient, to make my life more convenient. Man, 
if we have Jesus through that filter. And then what's funny is, is, is some of you say, oh, he's not a robot to me. I don't ever look at him like a robot. I, he, he's not there for convenience, but yet I check sometimes how I pray. I check sometimes how I go through my day as if I'm just going through my day and I'm just asking him. And, and I quote silly things like, oh, you make the crooked paths straight and, and you do all these things and I'm the apple of your eye and all this stuff. Man, come on now. Come on now. Do you see how this can be messed up? Just in our finances, but yet all of a sudden I'm connected here and Jesus gives me this vacuum cleaner and there's going to have to be some action for this to go, but he's the power behind it and Jesus says, I need you to follow me in lordship. I need you to be obedient when I say you need to cut off 17 of those subscriptions that you've got per month. I need you to maybe tone down on the Amazon boxes. Right? No, no, no. Follow me on this. I can't. I'm not preaching to my wife. No, no, no. No, I'm not. But I, I can't even be obedient in that if I'm not connected to him and trust. But Jesus, that's going to be hard for me. Don't worry. You're doing it under my power. You're, you're, this isn't a broom. It's my power. You're not adding anything to the game. You're just being obedient and walking behind me where I've told you to go. Are you following me on this? Man, I, wherever, wherever he tells me to go, even if I look at it and go, man, that's a big pile of stuff I got messed up there. And he's like, no, trust me, I got enough power to take that up. Uh, Jesus, you don't understand, man. I had a bit, of a, uh, a, a bit of a buying problem and I've got credit card debt and I've got all this stuff. You don't understand. And he's like, don't worry. I've got a plan. Be obedient to me. Hang on to me. Cling to me. Be found in me. I will lead you out of it. It ain't going to be easy and it surely ain't going to look like a robot, but I'm going to get you out of this. I have enough. Why? Why? Because it is my plan for you to walk in this way. Financially, yes. It is God's plan for you to be free from that stuff. Why? So that I can do whatever this thing has a plan for me to do freely. You follow me on this? All right, let's look at something else. I know you were so happy to talk about finances. Are you still with me today? What else? How else can we apply this? Oh, I've got a, I got a hundred of these. Remember, I'm unemployed. I have nowhere to go today. But let's look at relationships just for a second. Man, if I've got a broom, where do I throw that broom? And I told you I'm going to beat these to death today because, my goodness, if, I, if this is not solidified in you, you're in trouble. We're all in trouble. Let's talk about just our relationships. If in our relationships, whether it be with our brides, our family members, our loved ones, right, the people that we say we love the most, if we are operating under the guides that we have a broom, then what's going to happen is, is everything that you do when you read the word and it says to be a servant and to be somebody that serves others and you're just at their feet sweeping, eventually you're going to look up and just go, you know what, you don't deserve me sweeping this. You, you don't deserve it. Why am I doing all the work? You know what, you sweep. I deserve the clean floor. I, I shouldn't be sweeping up your mess. I shouldn't be serving you. 
eventually when I do things through works and this is my connection to Him, eventually those around you will lose the, the, the glimmer and the shine of those that, are that the Bible requires us to serve. Husbands and wives. Eventually your wives and your husbands will look like somebody that you don't really want to sweep for them anymore. You know what? I'll sweep when they sweep. I'll sweep when they pick up their broom and I can see them sweeping. Man, they want this place clean? Pick up a broom. I ain't doing it. This makes us bitter. This makes us see our connection with Christ and those around us through a, through a stance of self-righteousness. And it's always a self-focused on me. Now, here's the other thing. If I have a robot, if my only connection is, is, is with this, is this. Is that when I, if I even come into contact with somebody, no longer, because I'm not connected with this at all, when I come into contact with somebody, I, I, I look, I can do this. I have, a, I have an out now. I have, a, I have a scapegoat. I have a, I have a way out of what God's called me to do. What do I mean by that? When I stand before somebody, man, if Jesus, if the robot ain't there, if the robot's not there in this connection, then he must not want me to serve you. He must not want me to help you. He must not want me to love on you. Why? Because the robot's off doing its own thing. And if he really wanted, if he really wanted this interaction to go down like this, man, he'd be right in the middle of this. You following me on this? Yeah. Man, but when I have, a, when I have a, uh, a vacuum and I see the mess between me and Ryan and I look at it and I go, man, that's a big mess. And Ryan surely doesn't deserve me cleaning this up. I'm reminded that I have nothing to boast in and that I'm only able to affect change because of what I've been given, which allows me to serve Ryan and to help Ryan out in a way that puts me still in a humble space. Are you following me on this? Are you seeing this? Can we do one more and then I'll let you guys get out of here? Is that okay? Huh? What about sin patterns? Oh, I know none of you are walking in sin and nobody has a pattern of sin. Man, if there is sin in your life, meaning you've got a pattern of sin, whether it's an addiction or a way of thinking, and you have a mentality that the only way between you and God is a broom and a works mentality, then what you will do with that sin pattern is you will work and work and work to try to make it stop. You will try under your own power to cut that addiction. You will try under your own power to sweep that thing under the rug. There isn't a rug big enough that you have found yet to sweep it under. And if you have a robot and Jesus is just there to make it convenient, you'll have the out of being able to say, you know what, if he wanted it gone, he would have already, he would already swept it up. Boy, if Jesus wanted this thing swept up, wouldn't he have already done it? Because he's just there to make my life more convenient. And if he wanted this sin, if he wanted to deal with me about this, he would have already swept it up. But man, when it comes to Jesus in a sin pattern, you go, man, I, I have tried to sweep it up. I have tried to make it go away. I don't know how. And Jesus goes, hang on to me. Hang on to me. Get behind me. Trust me. Don't get in front of me. Get behind. Have you ever gotten in front of a vacuum cleaner and vacuumed up the own, your own cord? Have you ever done that? Oh, I hate that. Right? Uh, and he says, get 
behind me. Trust me. I mean, I've never gone into this thing headlong. I'm so afraid. But I'm not doing this in my own power. I'm trusting him. I'm being obedient to him to walk where I want to go in his power and his strength. And he has the ability to take care of it. That's why Jesus says, listen, man, be found in me. Stay connected to me. In John, it's so simple where he just says, no branch can bear fruit by itself. It must remain in the vine. Some of us have been sweeping. Some of us have been on Amazon looking for robots. But I am here to offer you Jesus as the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I'm just trying to make this easy. I'm trying to make it easy so that you see this. If we can... If we can Get this picture and this understanding. We will not waste time and effort pushing a broom. We will not get disappointed and be disconnected from that which wants to be connected to us. We will have a direction. We will have safety to be behind. And we will have a power that is not of our own to accomplish the jobs that we've been called to do. Man, I hope we see this today. Let me pray for us. And then I'm going to vacuum. <laughs> Father God, I thank you so much. Father, I'm so glad that you are not up in heaven like a taskmaster looking at me going, perform, boy. Perform, child. Make me happy and then I'll love you. I'm so thankful for that. So thankful that before I ever did a work for you, before I ever said a word about you, you loved me while I was your enemy. Thank you for that. Thank you that you are not just something that wants to be added to my life, but you want to be connected to me. Father, thank you for being the thing that goes before me, the thing, the one thing that I can stand behind with all confidence and say, he goes before me. And by his power and his strength, I can do all things through Christ. Boy, let, let us see that today, Father. I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, and everybody said, amen. amen. Thanks for joining us. If you would like prayer, you can text Freedom Prayer to 94000 and send us your prayer request. And don't forget to find us on social media at Freedom Church STL. You can also find more info on our website at freedomchurchstl.com.